0: you're listening to the collab talk podcast episode 20 of the MVP buzz chat series in this episode I'm talking with Windows and devices for IT MVP Baki Onor okutusu <laughs> Hey, this is Christian Buckley with Collab Talk, and today I've got this MVP Buzz Chat all the way from
1: the UK. Owner, thanks a lot for joining me. Why don't you introduce yourself? Sure. First of all, uh, thank you very much, Christian, for having me today. Um, well, actually, it's just really great to be a part of your uh, brilliant idea of gathering all MVP guys and fellows together and giving us a great opportunity to uh, know each other, uh, right? Because actually, you know, for those who I had uh, never met yet, you know, it's just really wonderful to be a part of it. Thanks very much again. Um, yeah, no, that, well.
0: That's exactly the reason why I'm doing it, too, is just it's it's not like this, uh, like so anything more like big marketing reasoning for doing it. <laughs> other than I wanted to break out of my echo chamber of the folks that I know and talk to on a regular basis and meet other MVPs and, you know, do yeah. some cross pollination. So. Anyway, so, yeah, who do you work for? What do you do?
1: Well, uh, yeah, let me just tell you about, about myself first. A um, Well, uh, I'm originally from Istanbul, Turkey, and I'm based in London, uh, and I'm running my own business here in London uh, through which I am delivering some cloud consultancy services and automation services to enterprises. And on the other hand, I'm... Uh, I'm in the MEP program since 2009 um, in oh, wow. Windows and devices IT uh, expertise, uh, it's, which is almost a decade, right? And time flies. Yep. And, yep. Right? and, yeah, actually, the, the Microsoft keeps, you know, they, they just keep changing the name of the expertise that you experienced before, you know. So I'm just, you know, trying hard to just catch the, you know, current name of my expertise. So you know, when someone just asks me, what's your expertise? And I'm just kind of baffled at the first, second. So, yeah, but now it's Windows and device for Wait, IT. So,
0: like, because so, mine is, so I've had three, been, you know, the same expertise. It's, you know, it's changed. It's three different titles to it. So, what would you say, like, you're, I mean, where
1: did you start as? But, well, actually, I have, you know, all the cards here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cheat, I know, of course. Uh, but the first one... Yeah. First, it used to be Windows desktop experience. And then, you know, they just change it to Windows Expert IT Pro. And then they just removed the expert part, you know. And then uh, <laughs> Windows IT Pro, and uh. you know, not, not an expert anymore. And then, uh, now, finally, it's Windows and device for IT. <laughs> you
0: know? No, that's great. So what, you, like, so what products, for those that aren't familiar with that space, so kind of what's, what is uh, encompassed within that expertise?
1: Well, actually, you know, uh, when it comes to Windows and device IT, the, the maybe ninety-nine percent of the entire expertise consists of Windows ten and it's you know all its services and you know sub elements, etc. To be honest, for you know uh, past couple of years um, are really great years for Windows lovers because you know the. After Microsoft just rolled out Windows 10, they just, you know, keep putting something on top of the existing environment on a daily basis. Yes. Right. And then when you just, you know, wake up in the morning and you just find the Windows 10 and and, and notice that Microsoft, you know, put something on it. It's really wonderful, actually. So uh, that is the same on the server side. And when you just try to just get the things together, uh, it's just more exciting and really a bit more challenging, to be honest. That's what yeah,
0: you know, I, so I, I see a lot of the, the updates that come through because of you know, interactions I've had with some other MVPs and now follow them and and am more keenly aware of like, uh, you know, with the Windows Insider program and, and the folks that are involved with that, which is fantastic, by the way, if you want to be out on the the, the the leading edge of what's happening with Windows, like, go take a look at that program and, and getting involved there. But I also have, uh, like, the server and tools. Um, I've had many friends that have been in the server and tools business there at uh, at Microsoft for years, and I've got kind of a personal connection And that my brother-in-law is uh, uh, uh uh, over there um, owns um, like config manager engineering. So wow. um, get some insight, uh, uh, you know, I, when I have questions that are above my pay grade on windows stuff and I just kind of go over to David and like, you know, what, what does this mean? What's going on here? Should I care? Usually it's like, <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, so, so with all, with that, um, you know, and what's the name of your business? What's it just under your name or
1: what's your Oh uh, Yeah. It's clouders. Cloud ERZ, yeah, uh, Clouders, and uh, yeah. uh, Actually, I'm kind of doing different stuff here uh, uh, through my company. Uh, Although my MEP expert is is Windows and Windows-related stuff, I'm also pretty busy with uh, automation and DevOps uh, procedures and Azure and Azure-related cloud stuff. Actually, anything related to uh, Microsoft Cloud side, including mm-hmm. some PowerShell uh, and some, you know, anything related to so, automation. So, so maybe
0: you walk through, so so some folks that, and I, I know I uh, had a couple good friends that have kind of moved from, uh, you know, the SharePoint Office 365 space mm-hmm. over into the broader mm-hmm. kind of DevOps category and working with, uh, and then they're both kind of outside of the Microsoft ecosystem looking at DevOps uh, from a community standpoint. When well, you go in and talk with a, a client, I mean, what is, the, the, what is the, some of the stuff that you work with on them and, you know, that, what does that consulting, you know, involve?
1: Well, actually, um, you know, things are just getting pretty much converged, you know, every, every single day. You know, when you just find, you know, when you just uh, work on Office 365, for example, you just usually find yourself dealing with Azure Active Directory or you know Azure B two C environment or anything you know getting connected to Office three hundred and sixty five right. So actually, that is the same in my area as well. Uh, even though you, you know when you just try to spin up a new virtual machine on Azure, you have to be familiar with Windows operating systems, right? Mm-hmm. And then and when you when it comes to automation and desired state configuration of PowerShell, you have to have some principles and some basics uh, about Windows operating systems and Windows servers and, you know, just some, you know, layers in between actually. So, you know, things are really, really just getting closer to each other. Well, and I think there was a lot of fear
0: about um, uh, over the last few years. And again, you know, my perspective coming from the Office 365 side of things, um, that, you know, these IT pro roles, a lot of these DevOps roles, traditional roles, um, were going away. And, and uh, you know, Microsoft said, look, there are changes that are happening. And, and that's yeah. always going to be the case There's technology, things modernize there. You have now the, the launch, and I think very successful, the whole, the patterns and practices team and, and uh, you know, people in the community and inside Microsoft driving people towards this best practices. The same time, you have more and more features being added to these admin um, portals I, I was doing a webinar yesterday with uh, 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 folks around a cybersecurity topic uh, and uh, uh, so good friend Wal, Waldeck over at uh, Rencore was talking about um, the uh, you know a lot of what they they do with with organizations to um, help them kind of identify what's there it's like and but, you know before you go and decide whether you hire somebody or to, to come in and help and automate and streamline is, is, you know, identify, know what's in your system, know what those pieces are. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that's a big part of, um, I assume, uh, you know, you going in with the client is to figure out what are you doing today? What is working? What is not working? Uh, And then help set up and say, here's here's maybe where to go and prioritize what you go in and automate first, where you're going to get the greatest value.
1: Well, yeah, that's a good point. Actually, what I think is that, you know, anything needs to be done more than once, needs to be automated nowadays. That's a really important thing. You know, with that, if you are willing to be a part of, cloud technology and really want to go with devops practice you need to be familiar with automation first don't you think that you know we all started you know using some virtualization stuff before azure and office 365 before SaaS stuff actually we were kind of uh familiar with is stuff it was kind of uh the first step of the entire story and nowadays, I think that automation is kind of the first step of the entire uh, uh, strategy as well. So when I just, you know, meet my customers and clients, the first thing that I usually tell them is that are you going to automate this stuff in your environment? Are you willing to do this? And if I just kind of see that light from my customer, and then I think that, all right, they are going to be implementing some devil's practice and they are, that's what, what they need to do, actually. Uh, so the key point in my area is PowerShell and automation and some, you know, a bunch of tools, of course. Uh, I mean, but, but our, our clients, do they
0: generally know where, what they need to go and automate? I mean, do you come in, are they looking at specific workloads? Are they saying, Hey, we've identified this, but we need help because we just don't have the personnel to do it or, uh, you know, but how much are you going in there? Is it really just kind of this discovery,
1: you know, activity to find out what's happening? Um, uh, well, it depends on, you know, how mature they just go on and, you know, in their business. And then, uh, Because, you know, there are millions of different scenarios when it comes to automation. And when you just see your customer doing the same thing, you know, uh, on a daily basis, and then that is a key point that you have to uh, uh, offer them. uh, And then, you know, let's just do this, let's let's just do that uh, in an automated way. And then that's just, you know, that becomes uh, easier to go for.
0: You know, but my experience, um, you know, just historically going back and, and working with very closely with uh, engineering teams of various, you know, different software startups. And uh, I mean, I, I worked at a venture capital backed, uh, you know, software as a service company back in, I went to work for them in it was February of 2001. Um, and so it was very, you know, it was a, a new concept back then and, uh, and, and moving over to these uh, cloud-based services and trying to convince customers to move across part of it is like we had a pretty sizable it organization and a lot of them that were, as this stuff was new, they were generally keeping up on that. And, and they were really at the front of trying to push the company towards these, you know, these, this automation, these cloud-based services and other things that are out there. There wasn't a lot we could go and adopt just because security yet it was not yet there. It was still so new back in 2001, 2002. Um, But I mean, do you see now going into organizations that they just don't have the personnel, the skills, the knowledge around that, uh, I'm, I'm, or are you more doing like an augmentation of those teams as a consultant, or are they just lacking those skills altogether? You go to these organizations where they're reliant on bringing somebody from the outside.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, they are just putting the things together, but because it's pretty new to, uh, move on to the new approach like DevOps and automation, all the things around. And uh, I think what they're looking for, a kind of really great orchestration that you can you know, manage in the background to be able to uh, make them see the correct point and, uh, along the way.
0: So are you spending a lot of your time like, mentoring and kind of training them and those, those, you know, the people that are there? Or, you know, yep.
1: I'm also uh, an MCT for the past 11 years now wow. and yeah. Yeah. yeah i love just you know giving people some information and collaborating etc uh that's yeah actually just doing uh it's more about giving the companies a kind of architectural stuff rather than uh just doing the engineering stuff uh in the kitchen actually that's what i call right. uh but i love just you know hands-on stuff as well but you know uh, customer to customer, it just changes. I think.
0: Sure, uh, it's and it's uh, you know uh, depending. Uh, so my personal philosophy, you know, when I'm consulting with the company, is is never. I don't want to have like this long term customer where I'm in there and I'm basically their outsourced you know uh, you know person. I, I I'm I'm interested in going in there with a specific focus and goal to solve that. I guess that's sort of what I like one side of what I was getting at. The other side is. Think like back to one of my earlier comments about you know the the IT pro roles not going away. Is um, I mean I've personally seen that some organizations made cuts, made some changes without fully understanding what it takes to automate to run these these cloud based services. They just thought, hey, we no longer have the servers, have to maintain them. We don't need all this overhead, these personnel. I always argued that the that role, those skills evolve and change they don't go away you still need to have people that understand these these services and understand windows
1: and understand all these components and also one of the important things is that Delp's structure and practice is a is it, a kind of thing that the companies usually don't understand or you know understand in a different way because uh Go back ten years ago, and then you uh, try to remember that you know uh, they there were devil de- de- uh, developers, and there were infra guys. Yep. And then now we are just putting the things together to make a great combination, right? That you know that sounds perfect. Of course, I totally understand that. But the harder point is that to make the customers realize the entire picture. That yeah, is the, that the is end, the
0: right exactly. Yeah. And it may, be, it may be that technology-led component, the, the piece that you're providing in the middle and the automation, but you still have to understand where people come from, what are they trying to accomplish, like the okay. business components of that, what needs to be operated, and then the delivery, support, ongoing, the customer success aspect of that. Whether that's an internal solution that you're helping or something that's customer-facing, you have to think about the beginning, middle, and the end and what you're able to do, what you actually own. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably like a longer UX discussion, but it's completely relevant even in the DevOps space. Absolutely.
1: Totally agree with that.
0: Well, listen, I, I know we're, we're kind of out of time here, but you know, how can people find out more about you, get in touch with you? Where's the best
1: places to reach you? Uh, actually, Twitter will be the best. It's uh, B-A-K-I-O-N-U-R, Bucky owner, It will be the, yeah, the uh, fastest way uh, to reach me. Well, I'll share other links and any other uh,
0: um, you know links or content or things that you want to share. Um, thanks a lot for uh, for taking the time to to talk today, and we'll we'll uh, see you soon. Maybe at the the MVP Summit. Are you doing Ignite in the fall? Are you going to be over?
1: Ah, uh, no, no, unfortunately, no. But the, the MVP Summits case, uh, yeah, I've been just going there for the past ten years.
0: You're gonna miss. You mean you're gonna miss out on Harry Potter World in Orlando? Come on. <laughs> oh. ahead. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, watch that later all right
0: <laughs> well yeah I, hey well i'll, I'll at least I'll, I'll if nothing else i'll see you uh next march uh i think it's gonna be march uh you know whatever the yeah. next
1: summit is so anyway thanks a lot talk to you soon thank you very much christian for your uh time and yeah all the stuff thanks talk to you later